0: You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 134. Thomas Miller back with you with just a quick little story. I had something happen uh, recently that brought me back to center, and I wanted to share the experience with you. I know that I said we would do Amir, who is Kira Sherman from 133. Amir Zoji is her mentor from Australia, and I'm really looking forward to that interview. In fact, recording it this afternoon as I'm recording this. But this showed up and I just wanted to elaborate on it because it's a great point. So from the ski slopes of Aspen, <laughs> where there's no snow, by the way, um, there's enough that a few runs are open. So, you know, and that's not going to keep the people in this area from skiing. So do you smell crowded on the horizon? Yeah, it's a lot of people on a small area, but you can get up there and putz around. So, I was up there with a friend yesterday, and we were doing that. We were just taking advantage of a new run that had opened up, and before it got all scarred up, we were going to get a few runs in. We're both accomplished skiers, so no problems there and It was early in the morning, so not the you know the crowd hadn't fully hit yet. I was skiing over on the right side of the run, and it's kind of funny here's an aside. My friend had a friend up early in the season, and they came out in these really horrid conditions. And this observer friend who doesn't live here said, wow, this is interesting. So it's kind of like a freeway where you have some people going 10 miles an hour, some people going 80 miles an hour, and there are no lanes and no rearview mirrors. How does this work? (laughs) That's a pretty good, that, that about depicts it right on. And particularly when you have a lot of people and not a lot of area. Well, there was a lady who was skiing in the middle of the run. I was way over on the right side of the run. I'm going to say there were probably three skier, you know, like if somebody was comfortably positioned, she was the third one over. So there would have been two skiers that could have easily fit between me and her. And I noticed she was kind of doing her thing down the middle and I was doing my thing down the right. And this happens a lot. And then all of a sudden she makes a hard right turn just as I was passing by her and clipped the back of my ski. In traffic, the equivalent of a minor fender bender. No harm, no foul. It was a bump. It wasn't a run into. It was a bump. And I went on down. Well, got to the bottom. And this lady was livid. I won't go into the details of her anger. But if you go to Fred Dodson's levels of energy scale, she was a solid 160 anger. And she was going on and on. And I listened to her babble. And I mean, it was just so far from the truth that I just said, man, I'm sorry, I can't argue with you. I wasn't going to sit there and take her uh, complete fabrication, distortion of the story. I mean, if she had said anything logical, but I mean, this lady was irate, livid, and fabricating. So my friend and I got on the chair, then her male partner joined her at the bottom, and as we were taking off on the chair, I heard him say, what happened? Well, there was some more yelling from him, and then everything settled down. When we got to the top, there was ski patrol up there waiting, and I was glad because it was a good thing to talk through because I felt actually a little bit threatened by these people. Well, we both got off and got over to the ski patrol guy, and I have never heard anything like this in my life. I mean, she was going on with her, ram, and then, but he was, oh my goodness, just... I mean, this guy is going to have heart problems, I can tell you. And you know, when you think about levels of energy and anger being a low level of energy, but then just debasement being such a low level, this guy was in that category. Well, they hollered at the ski patrol for a minute or two, and then they took off. And it was good because I had a chance to tell the ski patrol guy what had really happened, and he admitted in the conversation that he knows that couple, so obviously I figured they were locals, and said that the guy, as he put it, can be quite volatile. Well, we worked it out. I was actually at the point of the encounter, the downhill skier, and the downhill skier on a slope has the right of way, so no harm, no foul. It certainly was an eye-opener to just be really, really cautious passing anybody with no presumption of what they're going to do on my part. And it really didn't phase me. So, I mean, just from the, you know, so what happens when things like this take places? I start to go through a, a mental checklist. One, how did I handle the situation? That's the most primary thing that I want to address first is how was I in that moment? And I got a great big check mark on that one. Second question that really just pops up immediately is did I do anything to contribute to this? And I'm not talking about this instance. I'm talking about globally. Whenever there's a conflict or a challenge, this is kind of a process that I go through. And again, I mean, I've got to say, all of a sudden, somebody makes a hard right turn and just decides that they're going to get out of the pattern that they've been doing. This happens up here. People do that. They move without looking. Sound like a freeway in your town anywhere in the world? I mean, this is no different than a traffic situation. So I again gave myself a check mark because I really was on a tight line over here. So in other words, I was tooling along in the right lane, just doing my own thing, and then somebody tries to swerve from the left lane. Or if you're in Australia or England or the other <laughs> countries that drive backwards, then just flip those. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know, so just tooling along and then boom. So I gave myself a check mark for no, I really didn't cause this. If it was one of those situations where I was merging to the left and she was merging to the right and we bumped, well, you know, then okay, that's just tight space. But no, this was completely different. So I just, I was comfortable that I was okay with how I had handled the situation. The third point of analysis came from how was I when she was at her angriest most? And again, I gave myself a check mark there because I really did not step into her anger, nor did it affect my energy field. I mean, obviously, when somebody's throwing that at you, it's not fun, but I wasn't phased by it. And I didn't go over there into her realm and I didn't let it affect the beautiful morning. And then we had a good visit with the ski patrol guy. So all in all, I mean, from that side, everything was cool. So I, I thought, okay, you know what? I really didn't contribute to this. Had I, I would certainly have owned up to it. In fact, I would have waited at the bottom to apologize to her and just, you know, and, and hold my hat in my hand, but that wasn't the case. Then the next thing, the next part of the process was to go back and review this from an energetic perspective. Because whenever that kind of thing shows up, it usually shows up on the wings of some sort of energy, And it can be masked. And let me tell you how it's masked. This is really key. I've seen this several times recently, and it's like a pattern. And I'm like, okay, I got it. Yes. So let's say you're dealing with somebody else, and they start to confide in you or tell you that they are experiencing problems with a certain person or group in their lives. Okay, case in point. I was working with this guy earlier this year. We were, I mean, we hit it off so well. Everything seemed to be great. We were kind of developing this little business thing very loosely, very loosely, but just to see what we could get off the ground. Meanwhile, he was working doing some web design work for a particular website and just complained all the time about how unethical the guy was that he was working with. I mean, I got to the point of hearing the stories where I just had to say, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in hearing more of this dysfunctionality. It's an energetic perspective. Here's what you can do about it. Choose. And then but don't if you choose to stay in because it's good money, then you can't complain about the guy's ethics. Well, I'm telling you, within a month, that guy completely screwed me on the co-affiliation that we were doing on this deal. Completely. I wasn't out much, a little bit of travel money and some time, okay? I mean, it wasn't a big deal. And I actually learned things from that experience that I'm using today. But the point is, here he was complaining or magnifying this person who he had attracted into his life and was actually even asking the question, I wonder why I attracted this guy? Well, duh, duh. He turns around with a knife in his hand and stabs me right in the back. Well, okay, see how the wings of energy bring these things along. So the point here is when you encounter something like that, one of the best things you can do is to stop and analyze what's going on in my life that would draw this in. It's exactly what I did after my friend left I was skiing on my own for a little while, and I spent some time just completely looking inside. And the first place I looked was anger, because that was the biggest manifestation. So I thought, is there any anger in my life like that, or even close to it? Am I angry about anything? And I spent a lot of time, I mean, several ski runs, just holding that question. And if nothing immediately pops to mind, you can always invite the universe to make it clear to you. Is there anything? Please show me. Make it come to mind. And that's what I did. I held that space and nothing was there. So now I'm really confused, right? It's like, okay, what happened here energetically was was anger, but I'm not seeing or feeling or being revealed an area there that I need to work on. So at that point, I basically just kept inviting. Okay, show me what this was about. So then the idea of aggression came to mind. And that's where this energy seemed to lie in this situation for me. Now, again, picking that particular situation apart, was I being aggressive? No. So this was not so much the uh, magnetic attraction, as in like energy attracts like energy. This was more like the universe just giving me a little tap on the shoulder of peeling the onion self-improvement. It's the universe saying we're going to reveal and address an issue. With that, I started then to look at areas where I am overly aggressive and traffic is one of those lines are one of those. Wanting things to happen sooner than, let's say, if you're working with a team of people, others are moving at not the same pace. I like to gun it and go. In fact, if you've ever done the book Strengths Finders, it's a cool little survey that shows you some of your inner character strengths. One of mine is action. Okay, so that's a natural tendency. What the universe is saying here is, have a look at this, but we're going deeper than normal. It's not like I'm just out there all the time tapping my foot and being impatient. That's not the case. So the universe brought this situation to bring this to light. I'm like, how cool is that? And another thing that happens when the universe comes knocking at your door, when the universe comes knocking at your door, the energy or the timing to address that is now. It's right here. So when that happens or when that shows up, lean into it. That's what I'm doing. I'm going through my life with a fine-tooth comb looking for areas of over-aggression. A number have come to mind, and this is where I get out my journal and you go through all the stuff that you've already heard me talk about so many times in this podcast. But this is the universe clearing a block, opening a door, making a path ready. So I would Just take this as maybe, you know, just phrase it as a question back to the universe. Maybe there's something so incredible and amazing and wonderful on the other side of the curtain here that through gracious, amazing, wonderful, divine love, the universe has chosen to tap on my shoulder at this point in time in this place to say we need to work on something. So my question to the universe would be how amazing is that thing over on the other side of the curtain And yeah, I'm ready to roll my sleeves up and get busy, starting now. When the universe sees that, oh my goodness, things open up for you. And this story is one to be continued. It will unfold over time. But I just wanted to share that with you because it was so stark and just so beautiful and yet so subtle that when you look for things like this in your own life, start to see with energetic eyes and take immediate action. And be really careful if you go skiing anytime soon, (laughs) because there's no snow out there anywhere. few places have some, but you'd have to go hunt it down. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this, for me rambling here on this personal situation, but I do hope that it gives you some insight and some steps that you can take when this type of thing show up. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the journey.